This amazing episode of the OP Radio Podcast, sponsored by Manscaped. Go to manscaped.com for 20% off and free shipping with the code OPOPIE. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to my live stream, 500 feet above New York City, overlooking uh, the Hudson River as a boat goes by. There's a boat down there. What kind of boat is it? Yesterday was my daughter's birthday. That's why I didn't live stream, because it was like, hmm, live stream for the people, which I love doing. You know that. Or make my daughter's favorite breakfast before she goes to school. It was a tough choice. <laughs> but she had a she had an awesome birthday. We're tired. We stayed up all night. Um, just just the four of us just playing games, hanging out, laughing, opening up presents, doing FaceTime with uh, cousins and mom moms and pop pops and uh, and uh, uncles and aunts. It was it was uh, it was very very nice. I didn't have any good beer in the house, so I um, I wrote Matt. I texted him at Gephardt's. So like, yo, you got any of that campfire beer laying around, bitch? And he goes, I got five left, bitch. I go, I'm on my way, bitch. And he goes, it'll be all wrapped and ready to go when you get here on your little scooter. You look cute on your little scooter. No, you didn't say that. Um, so I rolled on by uh, to get parts to get a couple campfires. And it drank pretty good last night. I'm not going to lie to you. It was very, very good. And this is, uh, this is the time of year when you drink the campfire beer. It's the time of year where you drink the heavier beers. And um, this one, man, it, it fits the bill for sure. For sure. But her celebration continues. I mean, we still got to do the family party. We still got to do the kids party. And because uh, they have off today, we're continuing the celebration. So, do you remember when we were growing up, we had one birthday with a cake in a backyard somewhere? That's not, that's not the deal anymore. Oh, my God. Oh, and I got the cream puffs yesterday, too. For the people that go way, way back with me, um, to the early days of the Opie Radio podcast, inside my mouth, I bit it hard. What the hell was I eating last night that I bit the inside of my mouth hard and my teeth are just grinding down on the inside of my mouth? I hate that. And then, uh, you know, people will go, just just leave it alone, it'll heal. Oh, okay. As in, like, every bite uh, tried to avoid the area, so you're just biting and making it worse and it's swelling and now it's bigger, so now it's easier to bite the side of your mouth. But uh, the early days of the OP Radio podcast, I talked about the, uh, the cream puff lady. Remember those uh, those videos and me and uh, and me and Krista Stefano went and got the cream puffs. Well, they um, the cream puff lady closed down in my neighborhood, and, and my daughter really wanted the cream puffs for her birthday. So there was one on the um, other side of uh, Manhattan, and it was raining. And the only way I could get there easy to get this chore done was to jump on my electric scooter. And I was weaving in and out of track. It was it was a crazy ride. 
because I was trying to beat the rain that I could see coming. The beauty of living up this far, you could see the storms. I don't know if this video would do, will do it justice, but you could actually see. You could actually see the storms coming, and I saw the dark clouds. I'm like, I'm out of here, and I got back uh, with some cream puffs just before the rain hit. Job accomplished. I would not give him nothing. What is that about? Oh, the Aaron Judge ball, probably Scott. Man, that just sucks. Some fucking billionaire catches your 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 record-setting ball. That guy should just hand it over here. Here you go. Can I have a picture? That's all that should be. Now, if it was a little kid who, you know, had to save up his change to go to the game, then you, you do the right thing and you really do something special. But if you're a billionaire running, I think it was a hedge fund, and, and you're in charge of $157 billion and you catch Aaron Judge's uh, home run ball, you just you just hand it back and take your picture and move on. Has it been confirmed that the dude is the billionaire? Possibly just a guy that looks like a billionaire, but he didn't give the ball back. It was offered $2 million on the spot. Can you imagine? Do you take that? Do you take that money or do you let it ride thinking, wait, if someone's offering me $2 million now, I might be able to get three or four. I think I take the $2 million on the spot. Oh, not going to lie. I want... Uh, I wasn't an ONA fan. I was a Howard guy. I first started watching out of curiosity after hearing all the haters talk shit about you. But you won me over. Look forward to the mornings. Oh, right on, man. Uh, NYC heckler. Pat Duffy. There's no worse betrayal of your own body than when you bit your tongue. Hundreds of thousands of years of evolution spent avoiding that. And then, bam, out of nowhere, you chomp down on your own stupid tongue. Nothing more frustrating. Yeah, you would think, like, evolution would give us a little more room in our stupid mouths. How about that, Pat Duffy? Because the teeth, they, the teeth are just almost right next to the inside of your cheek every time you talk and bite. You would think evolution would go, you know, hey, why don't we make a little more room in there? And hey... Why don't we make the tongue a little smaller? But no. Every time you talk or eat food, you're at risk of biting the inside of your mouth. And then what does it take? Like a year to heal, basically? Brady and Giselle. Now, you know, I don't even know what's true there because uh, so far it's in the rag papers. But supposedly uh, they're heading towards some, some problems. You know, if they're heading toward problems, if it's true, I really don't know. Tom Brady is going to play football until he's 50. <laughs> now, there's, now there's nothing in his way. That guy never wanted to retire. He really believes that he can play until he's 50. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if uh, if he does continue. And, and then he and then he makes some crazy deal with uh, with some kind of team out there. Like, look, you got a young quarterback. I'm the veteran. I'll play half the games. I'll play just the home games. I'll I'll sit tight. But if uh, if Tom Brady and Giselle are heading toward a divorce, I bet you that Tom Brady doesn't retire anytime soon because now it's like, hey, what else do I got going on? I mean, she was the one that talked him into into retiring to spend more time with her and the kids, and then he's like, I just can't do this. It's not in my blood. I got to keep playing football. 
Yeah, I, I mean, it, it would have been tough, but when Tom Brady, after all those years with the Patriots, he go down, he, he goes down to Tampa Bay. His first year there, he um, he wins a Super Bowl. I would have fucking just walked off the field and said, I am done. Because now he's back chasing it. Because obviously they didn't win last year, and now he's chasing it because he's the type of guy, he's so competitive that he wants to he wants to go out on top. Brady is an egomaniac. It's hard not to be. The guy has only knows one thing, to win. That ego will get the best of you, though. You got to keep that uh, in check. Did you just out Jimmy? I didn't out Jimmy. Bobby, Bobby, can you go? I don't, I don't want people like you. I didn't out the guy. I have no idea about his sexuality. The only thing I know about... Uh, Jimmy and Ant is just the uh, the stuff that's uh, very very public. I have no idea. I barely hung out with the guys. Fucking asshole! People are just terrible. Uh, who cares as long as as he's not being Uncle Paul? Well, that would fall into the uh, hurting others category, sir. And it hurt me because I fucking I just simply hated that character. I, I didn't think it was that great. Most, most of his uh, comedian friends didn't think he was that great, but they, for whatever reason, they didn't have the balls to call him out. I'm the stupid guy that, that called people out. I should have just played my part like everybody else, where they all just talk shit about each other behind the scenes, but in public, oh, he's just the best. Oh, my God, make sure you download his special. He's an amazing comic. And I'll sit there like, we were just trashing him in a cigar uh, bar. Like, what are, you, what are you doing? Well, you know, but I can't. I can't say that stuff publicly. <laughs> I never got it. It's one of my biggest problems in life. I never got it. I never played the game. Without mentioning names, the amount of horse shit and the amount of talking behind uh, each other's backs that I heard over the years and then publicly. Oh, nah, he's the best, man. We're... we're, we're we're best friends. Oh, my God. Love the guy. I think he's one of the funniest comics working. And then behind the scenes, God, is he a fucking hack. And I, I'm not talking about anyone in particular right now. I just couldn't play that stupid game. So when everyone else was like, this Uncle Paul character is really creepy. It's not helping build an audience. And, uh, and we don't like it. And I'm like, all right. And then you know how you're like, all right, we ready to do this? And you have a whole, you have a whole group of people behind you. Are you ready to do this? You all agree with what, what I'm about to say, right? Oh yeah, we agree. It's it's time. And then you take that step forward and speak your mind about something, and then you turn around and realize no one else was brave enough to take the step forward. That's me. Cheers. But I know what they said, and they know that I know what they said. It hurt the show. It was funny a few times, but sometimes it was uh, way too much. I mean, I, that's what I thought. But man, if you had a, an opinion on that and you told Jimmy that, oh God, he would hold a grudge for a year. A fucking year. <laughs> His grudge has lasted a long time. The whole Uncle Paul thing, I hated from the jump. I played along, I tried to, and I'm like, this is fucking creepy. It's making our show just more in the gutter than it needs to be. Bosses didn't like the character. But Jimmy insisted, man. Jimmy insisted. Thank God. Thank God. Thank God. 
Uh, what do you think of uh, Kanye West? I think he's batch. Ow. I guess you can't say batshit without biting the inside of your mouth. He's, uh, he's batshit crazy. I'm, uh, I'm very convinced that uh, he's capable of doing something really insane. Some of these people are like, you know, crazy, but they can keep it between the lines. But it's like, whoa, you know, they get close to this side of the road. But Kanye West would just, he's that guy, you know, you're driving with and he just goes, fuck it. Whoa! And turns the car dramatically uh, into oncoming traffic. That's the type of guy he is, I believe. I don't know if Jimmy ruined the show. I mean, Jimmy, um, look, you're gonna get you're gonna get the the good, the bad, and the ugly. That's why I picked that song a million years ago. There was a reason why I picked that song to start the Opie and Anthony show. Now, granted, I got it from Metallica. But I didn't know at the time when I saw Metallica that, that they opened every Metallica show with the good, the bad, and the ugly. They, they did that day. I'm like, God damn, that's a cool way to start a show. And, uh, and then I'm sitting there like, and that makes sense as far as what we're doing. The Opie and Anthony show simply was the good, the bad, and it got ugly. So I'm like, this is the perfect song to start a radio show. But with that said, I, I think... I think uh, I think Jim Norton did a lot of good for the Opie and Anthony show, especially uh, you know, especially the first half, and then not I, I, not so much in in in, uh, in the later years. The whole show was falling apart. We all had our we all had our problems that we were bringing into that studio every day, and Jimmy he just decided that he had to interject his character chip into everything and he thought it was hilarious to stop the flow and some days it was hilarious to stop the flow but then it was like holy shit he's gonna do this every single fucking time and i think that really did get in the way of uh this the success of the show if you want to know the truth when he first started doing some of those characters and he would pepper him in yeah it was kind of cool and it worked but then he insisted that he would force that character into every single thing we were doing. That's another reason I just started tapping out more and more, man. I was just like, what is happening to our little show? <laughs> what is happening? This guy's babbling. He's got multiple characters coming out of his head. I don't even think this is like a bit. Then I got the other guy who's hung over, yelling and screaming about black people. And I'm sitting there like, I don't want this. <laughs> and I had my own issues on the show, of course. And I have talked about some of them on the OP Radio podcast, of course. But, uh, long comment, Virginia, you're a part of creating something amazing. It became a huge part of a lot of people's lives, mine included. I would listen to you all through the deaths of loved ones, quitting, drinking, getting married, having kids, the good, the bad, and the ugly. You've evolved, and you have more to give the world still. It will be your own and amazing. None of us needs to carry our past. It doesn't define who we are. Rock star! Virginia, you are a rock star. The one thing, from a very early age, I always wanted to try to move forward. People keep trying to pull me back into the Opie and Anthony world. That world is is over. It's absolutely over. 
we've all grown dramatically. It's up to uh, people out there to decide if I've grown for the better or the worse and vice versa with the rest of the guys. But the fact remains that, you know, I've, I've uh, moved forward and, and grown a lot since uh, the Opie and Anthony days. And, uh, and that's all I want to do is keep moving forward. I don't need to be uh, the biggest live streamer. I don't need to be the biggest podcaster. I'll always want a little more money than I got. I'd like to make a little more money than I'm making, but it doesn't define me. Stroke mouth. <laughs> Bill Burr's a hack. Okay. See, this is what people have to deal with. It's sad. I wonder why Josh Lemons has to say Bill Burr is a hack when most people would completely disagree with that. What happened in your life, Josh, that you have to take dumb cheap shots at people that are really, really successful. And I, I would really like to know the answer to that. Were you too scared to be a stand-up comedian? Were you too scared to start a radio show? Were you around, like, uh, people that didn't encourage you to go for something? So now you're, like, an older guy and you're bitter, so you want to just take the piss out of people that are successful? I think, I bet you I'm pretty close. I bet you I'm pretty close with that. Because it's the dumbest thing to say that Bill Burr's a hack. He literally did stand-up at Fenway Park this summer in front of his hometown crowd. I don't think anybody would say... You might be like, you know what? Bill Burr's uh, comedy's not for me. I would respect that. But to say he's a hack, that is like, you're just, you're just being completely dishonest. No one would think he's a hack. I could, I could list the hacks, and we would have a list, and everyone would pretty much agree. Success is relative. People desire to be more successful than their nearest rival, even if they're both in the pits. Well, competition's healthy. That's the other thing about these comedians. They're all full of shit. They're not really happy for each other's success. I learned that all the years I were around them. Publicly, they will praise each other. But behind the scenes, it's a lot of backstabbing and talking bad about each other. I mentioned it like this for my fellow like fishermen and whatnot. You get a bucket of crabs, a whole bunch of live crabs. Think Blue Claws where they got their shit. And what you'll see when there's a whole bunch of crabs in a bucket is crabs pushing other crabs down to try to get to the top, right? That's the comedians. But publicly, oh man, it's great. It's got a Netflix special. I'm really, really happy for him. And I encourage you to watch it. And behind the scenes, they're like, why him and not me? (laughs) It's playing the game, which I always sucked at. Maybe that's the right way to do things. I don't know. But anyway, that hate thing is, I I really do believe it's based on um, a lot of anger, a lot of frustration, a lot of I wish I I went for it. I didn't, so now I got to knock down anybody that did. Um, look, it's not easy. It's not easy when you do a radio show, even like, even like right now doing this live stream, I'm putting myself out there. I'm a little tired. Um, I had a few beers last night, which is, uh, more rare than not. I only slept like five hours and to put myself out there like this, it's, it's nerve wracking. 
And it's so nerve-wracking that uh, most people never get to this to this spot. They're too scared to do it. And then they get angry, I guess, because they were too scared to do it. So then the next best thing is to just beat the shit out of people that are trying to provide content and do some stuff. We wouldn't agree as you'd claim Ant is a hack. And that is a lie. I never said that Ant was a hack. I think Ant's a terrible person, but I didn't say he's a hack. And he's a really terrible person for the bullshit that he continues to put me through. I didn't do, I didn't do shit to the guy. Nothing. Nothing, uh, nothing. I mean, he was good at those uh, dramatic right-wing talking points, but it was something I I didn't think uh, we should go in that direction uh, as dramatically as we did. I, I strongly disagreed with that. I thought that was not the right thing to do, but he was good at it. He should have fucking, he should have left, you know, Opie and Anthony years ago. And jumped on that whole right-wing talk show uh, genre. And he would have been one of the big ones. But instead, he hijacked our show with that bullshit. But he was good at it. Oh, I see that Pat Duffy wants to say hi. All right, we'll talk to Pat in a second. But let me do this first. This episode sponsored by Manscaped. Go to manscaped.com. For 20% off and free shipping with the code O-P-O-P-I-E. Welcome to Fresh Ball Fall. It's the season of pumpkin spice and making sure your crotch looks nice. That means sipping cider in a fall breeze and using Manscaped products to trim your balls with ease. Are they doing a little rhyming thing here? That's right. Today's show is brought to you by Manscaped a company here to make sure that your foliage isn't the only thing shedding its excess leaves. Heck, even Mother Nature knows it's time to lose the excess clutter for fall. Join the 6 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped by going to manscaped.com for 20% off and free shipping with the code O-P-O-P-I-E. You know, the other day I was on the roof with my friends Matt and Ollie. And I said, hey, Ollie, I got to use your bathroom. And I went in the bathroom and guess what was on the sink? A Manscaped razor. So I went to Ollie. I said, Ollie, you're doing it right. Although his uh, razor looked a bit on the old side, I think I got to upgrade it for him. But that's how great the product is. It still works, bitch. (laughs) All right, listen, they got the Platinum Package 4.0. Let's see what's in this thing. Well, you got the lawnmower, 4.0 body trimmer, and weed whacker nose and ear hair trimmer, featuring some stuff, some things to protect your delicate parts and holes. They also got the ultra premium body wash. They got the two-in-one shampoo and conditioner. That's really nice. I'm using that right now. And they got some great deodorant. And don't worry, it's not pumpkin spice. It's a cologne quality fragrance. They also got the Crop Preserver Ball Deodorant and Crop Reviver Ball Toner. (laughs) I got to be honest. I haven't gone that far with Manscaped. I love these guys, but I have not started to put deodorant on my ball. Maybe I should. I don't know. But I'm sure there's plenty of guys out there doing just that. They're also throwing in two free gifts. You got the boxers and the shed travel bag. Get the Platinum Package this fall. These products are guaranteed to be hits for your dangly bits. And if you want to support the podcast, at the very least, go to manscaped.com and you'll get the 20% off and free shipping with the code OPIE. That's 20% off with 
free shipping at manscaped.com when you use the code OPIE. Manscaped, clear out the leaves. It's your tree trunk's time to shine. Let's talk to Pat Duffy. All right, before I go, I got to say hi to uh, Mr. Duffy. You. What's going on? Is your Wi-Fi good? Uh, I don't know. I think so. All right, don't move. (laughs) I know. Well, I had to, I'm always moving around. I can never sit still. You can move seconds. around in a circle because right. it's a good, clear picture. How are you, brother? Doing good, man. I just I, I was uh, commenting on the stream as I was driving home, and I just got home, and the house is empty, so my wife's not here, and the kids aren't here. And I saw that you posted the link, so I figured I'd uh, join in and say hello. Yeah, only the people on the in the private Facebook group get this uh, this amazing opportunity. <laughs> oh, I agree. I agree. No, and what's funny though is like. I sat here for a second, and the house was empty, and I did what any normal person would do, and I turned on Dahmer. So now I have the Jeffrey Dahmer show going on in the background of my empty house. Oh, my God. <laughs> I, I, I still haven't dipped in to, to watch that. I don't know if oh, I want to. It's fantastic. It's really, really good. Yeah. yeah. Right. It, it, it's also like the thing about it is that – hang on. I'm going to open my door here. Come on in. My kids just came home from the uh, neighbor's house. So nice. – uh, yeah, but anyway, the uh, I knew everything about that story, like the whole aspect of it, because I read about it for my whole life. But to see it incredibly acted very well, yeah, is a whole it's a whole other level, and it's scary. Like it's and, legitimately scary. And, and and is it as good as everyone's saying? It's fantastic. The dude that plays Dahmer, like my wife is a big fan of him. Yeah, and he, I guess he's an American horror story, which I never got into. But it's the dude is it's really really good. Like I highly recommend it. But the show is uncomfortable is the best way to describe it you, you know um my, my wife's uh you know as you know she's a very private person but i I, right. I gotta say this when we first started dating she loved me so much like we were we were watching movies and stuff right and yeah. one of the movies i picked when we were dating was uh the shining i go oh you gotta see this masterpiece this movie is fucking amazing and <laughs> I didn't know at the time because she didn't really want to give too much of herself out yet because we're dating, you know? Right. You know when you're with someone, then you're all oh, yeah. So she was getting up a lot, and all of a sudden she's, like, cleaning some dishes in my kitchen that was right around the corner from the from the living room, and she's like, oh, I got to go to the bathroom. She All these excuses where she couldn't watch the movie. I only learned a million years later, now that I've been with her since 2004, that she fucking hates horror. <laughs> hates them, but... But but didn't want to disappoint me. So at, at that you know that, at that time when we were dating, she uh, she just tried to get through it. <laughs> no, I, I I think it's funny. I have a similar story because when my wife and I first got together, I showed her The Big Lebowski. Yeah, and I hadn't watched that movie in a long time. And I think The Big Lebowski is one of those movies that you kind of romanticize, right. and you think you think it's like hilarious. And then I watched it with her, and I remember like halfway through getting like flop sweats and being like this movie kind of sucks really like and i had like i had really like hyped it up so much that it was like one of my favorite movies and i was like yeah there's like four or five good parts in this movie but it's really not that great anymore right and and i remember like we finished it and she was like so i'm i'm, I'm gonna go you know <laughs> it was i was like oh no i totally tanked that like it was really bad but it, it you know what are you gonna do i haven't watched it since and i i have no intention to all right, now that we're talking about this, I got another one. Right. I, I actually put on Fargo and told her it was a comedy. <laughs> <laughs> <She's> 
She's like, what the hell is wrong with you? You know, I, I, uh, I'm almost embarrassed to admit this, but Fargo is one of those movies where, like, I always kind of pretended that I saw it because I knew, like, a bunch of quotes from it. And then I think it was during COVID when I was home. It was on Netflix. And I watched it, and I was like, yeah, it's pretty good. You know, I give it, like, a 6 out of 10. It's pretty good. Yeah. But, like, you know, it's not one of those movies that, like, it's, it's no, you know, it's not, like, it's not The Godfather. No. You know? <laughs> yeah. I've got to ask you about Aaron Judge. Oh, okay. My boy? Yeah. So, where are you at with Mark McGuire and the home run record? Being a big I, Yankees fan and an Aaron Judge fan. I, I, I believe that those guys broke that record. I mean, it, it, those records should stand. I think that uh, Barry Bonds is the home run king. And, you know, whatever way that they did it is, is it's, it happened. It's in the past. It is what it is. So Aaron Judge is the American League home run record holder. Right. And, and I think that it's – Roger Maris' son has quickly revealed himself to be like a QAnon psychopath. Oh, really? Like, yeah, well, he just – the way that that dude talks and he's like, you know, the first clean home run record holder and like just wow. that, that guy's whole vibe is like, all right, this dude is like – he's definitely out there a little bit. He's a little bit of a – he's pretty aggressive. Did you notice that he was following Aaron Judge around for a while – and then all of a sudden he stopped showing up. Yeah. I, I think the Yankees might have been like, all right, that's enough. You know? <laughs> so they might have been like, that's enough well, already. Okay. A couple things on that. Obviously, he has to, you know, stick up and defend his dad as far as the oh, yeah. whole thing goes. So I get that part of it. But the fact is, Mark McGuire and Sammy Sosa, back in the day when they were going back and forth with all those home runs, they brought all of us back to baseball. After oh, yeah. baseball gave us the big, you know what? Right. They were the ones that brought us all back to baseball. So that alone, they should have looked the other way. And right. then secondly on the whole goddamn thing is that everybody was doing steroids during that time. And everyone knew that uh, the players that were doing the steroids. Oh, I agree. And, and baseball, especially after, like, they went on strike earlier in the season. And the baseball kind of needed a kick in the ass this year. And yeah. I, felt, I felt like they really didn't. Like they didn't like they tried to they tried to make it a big deal about Aaron Judge's home run record, but then people ended up getting pissed off because they were like interrupting NFL games to show Aaron Judge get walked, and it was like they kind of fumbled the ball on that because it really could have been a good kick in the ass for baseball in general to bring people back because nobody watches baseball anymore. Like I am the only guy that I I know and I'm friends with. Like none of my friends watch baseball. Nobody understands why I like it. And it, they they really could have done something with it, but I don't think they handled it right. And then yeah. I also think I also think that Judge tied the record, and then I think the pressure got to him. Of course, it took, it took him like three four games to finally hit sixty two. And you know, I, I, you know I, it could have been it could have been really good for baseball, but I I don't know. The only way that it'll count the only way that it'll count really is that the Yankees go to the World Series and win. There you like go. Like that that'll really be it, which I don't think is going to happen. You know. But Maris, I think Maris's son was just like he couldn't take any more days off of work. <laughs> well, I mean, I, I'm sure he's got some Roger Maris money tucked away. But of course, but, I, yeah. I no, I, I did. I did see a tweet though from this uh, baseball blogger that I follow on Twitter that he was like, "How many vacation days does Roger Maris Jr. have? <laughs> right. Like this is crazy." And then I'll, I'll tell you what I just said that uh, you know I don't know about like. Uh, Maris's political views, but they did allow him to go to Canada, so obviously he's vaccinated. 
Yeah. So, so like, I mean, at least that's, you know, one step that, like, you know, he maybe he's not totally off his rocker, but I don't know. One last thing about uh, steroids that I was thinking about. So there was a yeah. steroid era. A Major League Baseball in general knew, and everyone was looking the other way because every team had players that were doing the steroids, and that was only trying to help their team and, and them as individual players, obviously. But right, everyone right. knew. It's stupid to think that uh, no one knew this shit was going on and they accepted it. Okay. I would love to know to know the story of the guy that sucked so bad, started doing steroids, and still hit two twenty five for the year. Oh yeah, no, there, you know that there's definitely stories like that where a guy who was like a one eighty seven hitter and steroids yeah. made him a two thirty hitter. Yeah, you know, and he never and he never got in trouble. He never right. got in trouble or nothing. So no, there's definitely a lot of guys like that. My penis and balls are gone. <laughs> Still only batting two twenty five. What the yeah, fuck? yeah. And my Wikipedia entry is two paragraphs long, and nobody cares. Yeah, you know. <laughs> but I, you know, I'll tell you the story that I do want to know is in when Judge hit his sixty second home run. We all know that that rich guy caught it, which he doesn't need it. But if you watch that video, a dude dives off the railing out of his seat into the area between the outfield wall and like the wall where the seats start. Right. And he he because he thought it was going to bounce off the wall, and he sacrificed his whole body. And he dove down, and I never heard anything about it. I'd love to know what happened to that guy. Because oh, and no, one, and no one's talking about it? No, he dove. Like, like as soon as it happened, they were like, look at this dude. But then I never heard anything follow up on it. And that dude dove head first, like 10 feet down. Dude, that ball but, obviously is worth millions, man. Oh, so yeah. I'm not surprised that someone would have taken that type of chance. Oh, I would have done that. I would have jumped from the upper deck. Like, you know, like, I, whatever. I could buy new legs. Right. So who's the dude? Was it uh Pujol's uh 700th where the guy it was in his hands and it went right through? Yeah, that yeah, that was Pujols. It, it dropped, yeah, right through. <laughs> and you know, you know what's funny? Speaking speaking of that whole thing of steroids and all that, like I read an article today that Pujols almost retired in June because he was because he was in a slump and he wasn't hitting the ball. And yeah. nobody and nobody, because it's such a feel-good story, quote unquote. That nobody's questioning Pujols whatsoever. Oh wow! You know, and I, I, have never been able to cheer for that guy just based on the fact alone that his name is Pujols. Right. <laughs> and I know that's stupid, but every time I hear, it, I'm like, yeah, Pujol. Like I just, yeah. I can't. I, I'm like, I'm eternally twelve years old, and I can't not think of that. <laughs> so. All right, listen, Pat, I gotta go. Yeah. I, gotta, I gotta make dinner over here too. So. Yeah, yeah, they're telling us you gotta go over here too. So. All right, good. Yeah. <laughs> a pleasure. Uh, once again, promote your camp. So Pat does these camping videos. I really like it. Uh, he calls the series Getting Weird. And uh, it's Pat F. and Duffy on the YouTube, right? Yeah, it's uh, Pat F. and Duffy on YouTube. And it's at Getting Weird Camping. And it's a solo camping video series that's about nothing and everything. And I, I get out in the woods by myself. And I talk about whatever comes to mind. And sometimes, you know, we talk about some funny stuff. Other times we talk. I end up talking about serious stuff more than I realize. Yeah. And, you know, because you get into your brain and you get into your thoughts. And I just end up talking into a camera like I'm just talking to a friend of mine. And so far, so good. I've had some pretty good responses on it. And I'm having a really good time. And to top it off, I got to thank you for motivating me to do it. Because right I, made that, I made that first video back in April. And I was like, I don't know. I'm just making it for fun. And you're like, you need to keep going with this. So I'll be recording episode eight on Sunday. And I'm pretty happy about it. So I appreciate the motivation. By the way, this proves that not everyone hates me. <laughs> oh, no, no. You still got me. I, I'm still your buddy. <laughs> I got plenty. Trust me. Oh, I know. That's another I know. 
garbage crap thing that's been pushed yeah. out there. Pat, thanks, man. Uh, and no Pat, obviously, maybe I shouldn't say this, but he's pretty much the leader of the private Facebook group, too. Oh, that's me. Oh, I'm captain of the team. I got a big C on my shirt. We're good <laughs> to go. <laughs> we have All a right, good man. time I'll, in there. All right. Yeah, I'll, I'll talk to you later, brother. Got it. There goes Pat Duffy. All right, listen, I got to go. Boo-boo-boo-boo-boo-boo-boo-boo-boo-boo-boo-boo-boo-boo-boo-boo-boo-boo-boo-boo-boo-boo-boo-boo-boo-boo-boo-boo-boo-boo-boo-boo-boo-